Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Chof Aleph in Shkolem. <clears throat> Yesterday we learned down to um, um, Rabbi Yossi about the seventh eighth line. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Rabbi Yochan, he said in the name of Rabbi Yochan, or Rabbi Yochan, they asked the question, this we said yesterday, that if the Kohen Gadol dies, and he's supposed to bring the Minchas Chavitin each day, a half in the morning, half of the Eifa, uh, the Asiris Eifa in the morning, and half in the evening, so you say his son doesn't bring it half of the time, he brings the whole thing. So what does that mean? Does he mean he brings a whole one in the morning and a whole one in the evening? Or does he mean... Or does he mean that he brings the whole one in the morning and he doesn't bring anything at night? If you say it's a double that he's got to bring in the morning and at night, because it says there always has to be one there. So that means that you have to bring a whole one in the morning and a whole one at night. That's our question. Does he mean he only brings one, only in the morning, or does he bring a whole one in the morning, a whole one at night? And if you say that it means it's a dab, it must be at night also, because there's minchas you have to have one in the morning and at night. Shloshis Logan Mahim. What about the three Logan that come with the whole Asiris Aifa? which is normally split, one and a half log in the morning, one half in the evening. But now that you bring a whole mincha, a whole eifa in the morning, and a whole, a whole series in the morning, a whole series in the evening, do you also bring three logan in the morning and three logan in the evening? Mahim. Give me logan shachos, give me logan made abayim, o logan machta shachos, logan machta made abayim. Like it was if you would split the original series eifa. So, mevchizke afadot srichalei, this question needs to be answered. Because he learns like the shita, it brings down that um, uh, there's a shita of um, Rabbi Yossi ben Destoy, who holds that together with the uh, half a Sirius Aifa that he brings in the morning and the Logan half, he also brings two Kamatse uh, Levona, two, um, two handfuls of frankincense like you do with the Lechem upon him. So he says, you bring Hadad Srikhalei, base comes in mind, Shnei comes from Shachos, Ben comes in mind, you also bring two in the morning, two handfuls in the morning and two at night. Oh, Chomets Echem Shachos, for Chomets Echem Shachos, Ben Or you have to bring one in the morning and Oh, you know, one comets in the morning and one at night. Again, you take the whole two and you split them. You don't bring two plus two. So Rabbi Yossi answered Kum London the comets lo minchas How do you know the whole concept of comets from minchas which we said is learned what? What's chote? Meaning the lechem upon him is learned from minchas chote. Lechem upon him, you have to bring two malon base comets in. Afkan base comets in here. You also have to have two with each uh, with each isaron. So if you brought an isaron in the morning and isaron at night, you have to have two comets in with it also, according to that opinion. If that's the case, so what was your question? So what's your question about the three Logan? Do you bring three in the morning and three at night, or is it one and a half, one and a half? There also you learn it from the Tamar Bain Arbayim, just like over there, it's three Logan with, with each Tamar Afkan. It should also be three Logan. So the Gemara says, but that's good for my kasha. Just like I had the same, just like the same kasha I have over here, I have the same kasha over there. What do you need over there? That was his question. He says over here on the side, let's say you didn't bring a kamer tamen in the morning. So you brought uh, the, you, you didn't bring the mincha in the morning, and you brought a second mincha at night. So you brought two asarim at night. Do you have to bring three logan with each asarim or not? So he says, you're telling me I learned it out what from the Talmud. Even by Talmud, I'm also asking my kasha. I don't know my question by Talmud. When you, have to, when you forgot something, you don't bring it in the morning, and you bring it instead at night. Do you bring two or do you bring one? Do you double it or not? That's good for my kasha. 
So Chizki told him, how do you know Shoshim from Tamid? It was just like by Tamid, did he throw Logan with each one here too, but that's good for my kasha. Let's say you didn't bring the Mincha in the morning and you brought two Minchas a night, do you need three Logan or do you need six? That was the question. So these questions weren't really answered. That is, the original question was, do you need three, do you need a, a whole Isaron, a whole uh, Isaron in the morning, a whole Isaron at night? Because only the Kohen can split them in half, can take the Isaron and split half in the morning, half at night. But nobody else can. Neither, he said, is Yorshim, or when there's no other Kohen Gadol there at the time. So what, do you, what, what does that mean? You bring a whole one. So it means a whole one in the morning, a whole one at night. And if that's the case also, you can ask about the Gimel Logan also. Do you need a whole three Logan in the morning, a whole one at night? Or not. And the same thing we asked by the Kamitsis. So by the Kamitsis, says you learn it out from where? From Minchas Chote. And there you have to have Shnei Kamatsim with each log or, or with each, uh, with each Eifa, Asir Eifa. So here too, maybe. That's apparently what he says. We said that they were made exera that you're not moel in the afer of the paraduma. So says the truth is that you really should be moel in uh, in the uh, afer of the paraduma, meaning it's mashma that mitaraisa you're you're moel in it. That's kachim. It's enochanami. It's only kedushas dom. It's not kedushas aguf, but kedushas dom you're moel in also. The hang goes for shalom, but they were goes that you shouldn't be moel. Hi, Vatani, we learn. What do you mean? You're saying Midaraisa, there's meal there. Vatani, we learn Chatos, and he brings inside it's Chatos, he, by, by part of it says Chatos, he, Melamit Shemol and Ba, Dafke, and it here in the Paraduma, you're Mol, Ba Mol, they Mol, but you're not Mol in the Afer, in the ashes of the Paraduma, you're not Mol. So it's Mashman and Midaraisa, you're not Mol. Here you wanted to say that really Midaraisa, you're Mol, but the Rabbana made it clear you're not Mol, for as we'll see with the reason in a few minutes. But here it's mashma that you're not mol mitarais because it says chatos he bamol vemol bafar amar bu same kind of thing. Berishano imish like we saw this uh, same idea at the top of this page yesterday. Amar berishano imishtak shikin ba originally they would use the afer of the paraduma for uh, medicinal purposes. They would use it to rub on a wound, etc., and uh, to to heal it. So they would smear it on their bodies. They put it on their wounds. But God's rishimus the rabbanu made exera. That you shouldn't do that. So they said, there's milas. And we write, Midaraisa, it says, Chatosi, only the paradum itself is moil, not the afer. They mean the kohanim? The, yes, yes, the kohanim, or right, the kohanim would use it to, to smear on their, uh, on their wounds. Right. Um, so, Midar Torah, it's Chatosi, you're not really moil. But, but they saw, the, the, the rabbi saw that the kohanim were being mako. Others, maybe anybody else who was tar who was there also, they would take it and smear it. That wasn't nice, that wasn't proper. So they said, they made exera that there's me'ilah there, draw upon him. Kivin shinigdru, ah, people said, wait, if you touch the Eifer Paraduma, even the Eifer Paraduma, you're moil, you know what? <coughs> How are you matar with the Eifer Paraduma? You mix it in the water. So let's say somebody was a Suffolk if they were telling me mace or not. He says, I'm not going to do it because maybe I'll, I'll be, be moil and hegdish. That was considered a very uh, difficult uh, iser. So they didn't want to do it. So even Shinigru, they refrained from being matar themselves if they were misupak. So they stopped, they stopped doing it. They stopped being matar themselves. So then they made exera that there's no mila there. So originally, Minatar, there's no mila. They made exera that people should, uh, that is your moral, so people should stop using it for medicine. And once people saw that they, once that rabbi saw that people stopped being matar themselves, then they went back like the original Torah and they said that there's no mila there. So we said that they, they made exer them and the kin and their apostle that also that the uh, the suppliers have to give extra extra ones there to make up for it because otherwise the person 
who gave the money for the pair, for the achatos and the ola bird, and the achatos, uh, the ola bird became possible, he's not going to get his kapara. So they demand that you give a, you know, give an extra five or ten birds, and we'll use those for the ones that became possible. We saw the same thing back before, where money, remember money was found, beginning of the parak, money was found between the two kol, between the two kupo, one of Bikinin, one of, let's say, Nadava. So you say, well, if it's close, you go which one you're closer to. Unless it's 50-50, then you go with the olas. Yeah, what about the person who needs the kapara? What happens if it did come from the kinin? So he shows us mames kaparas. The one who supplies, he's giving, like you said, a thousand birds, ten thousand birds. He's got to supply an extra few percent of birds to make up for the ones that became puzzle and the ones that become lost. And then they bring those karbonas. Remember, an ola, you could bring no matter what. It's either a dove, if it's a chiv, it's a chiv, if not, it's an adava. A chatas oaf, he said, normally you can't bring a chatas, but chatas oaf is ba ali de al suffix. Remember, we said that the other day when we said this more originally, that a, 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 an animal chatas you can't bring. It's a suffix of tzchul nazar, you can't bring it. But the alochamash mesinai, that chatas oaf is ba al suffix, even if you're not sure, because in this case you're not sure. Uh, if you have a bird that's puzzle, you have a puzzle birds, so you could say, okay, we know that that's a chatas puzzle, we make up for it, and there's a chiv here. But if it's lost, we don't know if it's really an ola or a chatas, and still you bring the chatas, of course we said it's not eaten, because maybe it's really not holy, and therefore what? It's malika of, malika of chulin is an avela, so you can't eat it. You bring it, but the Kohen can't eat it like he would normally eat a chatas or a chatas bird that he can eat. This bird he can't eat because it's a suffix. Maybe it's chatas and maybe it's really chulin. And if it's chulin and you did malika on it, it's not kosher. It's an avail and he can't eat it. The thing with the paradula is like especially strange because I mean, don't we have you know, stories about how difficult it was to find a paradula? And then they were using it for non-tahara just goes to show you how uh, how things became listen isn't it strange how the quantum don't were mostly corrupt in the, throughout history and you find that that's how it is. People who become close, like to the thing, they feel it's like theirs. You know, it's like uh, the whole concept people of re- meila. That's what you're yeah, saying. Right? The right. whole concept of meila is strange. You know, yeah. meila. These were people who are in the holy business. It's got to, it's got to, it's uh, got to keep well, them away from it. Right, yeah, right. People right. who get too close to it, they think it's theirs. Especially this, because yeah. it was yeah. so rare. Yeah, they figure. Yeah, they figure it's no, no harm done. Right. Color Rokin should him to be Rishalayim. All the spit found in Shalim. Now, who finds spit? Well, today you don't find much spit, but in those days they would spit, and they would spit a lot. And uh, <clears throat> mm, yeah, so they would spit a lot. So kol rokim shenim to Yerushalayim Torim. If you find it in Yerushalayim, it's tar. Chutz Michel Shukar Elyon to Rameir. Rameir says, except you find it in the upper shuk. We'll see why that upper shuk was a place that it was tummy there. Now again, this we'll see that even that tum is only draw on. But you had to be knowing too much. So you had, to, you, had to, you had to refrain from it. Then if you touched it, you went to the mikvah. Other days, throughout the year, throughout the year, the people were tummy. I guess more people were tummy than not. And people, the tummy people were walking in the middle of the road. And the people were tar, stayed away from them. They stayed on the side. So if you found on the side of the road, it's tar. Found in the middle of the road, it's tummy. 
Shasa Regal, when everybody went to the mikvah because they were in preparation for Ola Regal. Shasa Regal, Shabemza, if it's in the middle of the road, it's Tor. Shabbat Stodden to me, and the people on the side were the ones who were Tommy. They Sham, Amiutim, Mistakun Sad, and the Mir always went to the side. So, Mashmur, all year round, people are Tommy, they're not that careful about being Tor. So, they, the people who were Tommy were in the middle, and the other people were on the side. So, Rebosi says, it depends. Mayor says, unless you're in the Shukra El it's all Tor. They weren't Gozer Yushlaim at all. Rebosi says, it depends on where it's found. Kalakam nimtum bishlaim, kalim that are found, utensils are found bishlaim, derech yirida lebeis atfila tameim, derech liotam. They would have two entrances, uh, an, an entrance and an exit to the mikveh. The mikveh was, let's say, someplace down at the bottom of the mountain. So the way down to the mountain, the entrance to the mikveh, the pathway in the entrance, if you found that there was tummy, because obviously you were taking it down to be matara to the mikveh. If it was on the exit, if you found the mikveh there, you assume it already went to the mikveh and it's tar. Mayor says there was a different entrance as the, from being an exit. In other words, the entrance and the exit were separate, and therefore you can make this difference. When that goes at all, all Kalim and Fan Mishlaim Stam, you assume that they're Tor. Except for these three utensils that were specifically made uh, by, used by grave diggers. They'll call them a basket, a shovel, and a, and a, a hammer or a, 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 a smasher of some sort that was used to smash stones that was used for forest, was used for but grave diggers. So those things were probably tummy because they were used by the grave diggers, but everything else is tar. This, is this an argument, uh, is this a discussion about Rove? No, no, well, in partially, in Rebiosi's case, you see, you do go bust a row. But the other question is, are you gozer? Because don't forget, it's a Suffolk Tom Shisram. Suffolk Tom Shisram, anyway, we have the, the, the Menatora, it's, it's Tahar. Because you learn that Suffolk Tom Shisram from Sota, Suffolk Tom Shisram is Tome. That's the Allah. Menatora, Suffolk Tom Shisram is Tome. Suffolk Tom Shisram is Tahar. So all is Tahar. The only question is, what were they gozer? Were they gozer? Because it's Yushalayim, etc. Were they gozer or not? Sir Mayor says <coughs> they weren't gozer at all. Unless you know specifically in that place, because that's a place where the Tommy people hung out. That's mm-hmm. what it is. So basically, they weren't gozer. And the same thing by the Kalim. So we have this machlokas. Sir Mayor says, well, it depends. Uh, we wouldn't be gozer. But obviously, if you find stuff on the way into the mikvah, you know, like let's pretty say, sure where you're it pretty from. sure that it was Tommy, right? It's like if you go to the Kalim mikvah over here, and you see boxes, and somebody left it inside the box, and it's dry. <laughs> you know, like it was probably forgot that there. It was never tovled. You know, so you could tell if it was wet. It was probably tovled. Same thing over here. Rabbi says they're all tar, except that it's obvious. And as you go with the, you go with the deraisa, they weren't gozer. Sakin shem to we had some sakin sakin shem to be a dalid, a knife that you uh, was found on yud dalid on that means on yud dalid, of course, of Nissan, era of era of Pesach shechba miyad. You can now here. You might maybe want to say maybe it's a mile of bekachim that even though you found it, yeah, but Suffolk Tumshus Rabin is tar. Yes, but you know what? Still, it's Pesach over here. This is a carbon. You want to be more careful. No, you know what? If you found your dollar, you can rest assured that it's okay. Because if had it been tummy, they would have they tovled it yesterday. Vishlosha also, but let's say you found it on the thirteenth the day before. Shemakdol tovled it again. Shem means do it again. Tovled it again. Why? Because what do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You don't have to shech the carbon until the next day. Until you doubt. So you know what? Take it to the mikveh. It gets hair of shemesh. Next day, it's okay. That's what he says. Kupitz. Let's say you had a uh, a kupitz is a um, an axe or a, a, like a meat uh, uh, a meat <coughs> hatchet. What's the, what? A cleaver. A good. A cleaver. Let's say you have a cleaver. Uh, which was which you couldn't use on a carbon pesach. Why? Because that would break the bones, and you can't break the bones of a carbon pesach. However, you could use it for the chagiga that was brought with it. 
So, but you know, so Kubitz Bezer was Eshon Amatba, even if found on the 14th, because they didn't always shecht on the, they didn't always shecht Chagigas on the 14th. Because, uh, as we'll see, like, it came out on Shabbos, he didn't do it. Yadal of his Docha Shabbos for the Karb Pesach, but not for the Chagigas. Many times, if there was a lot of meat, there were a lot of Jews around, around uh, they didn't always have the Chagigas. Chagigas was only to make sure that you ate the Karb Pesach, Allah Sova, but it wasn't a say. So, therefore, if you find the Kubitz, even on the 14th, you have to tovel it again. Because it could be he was only planning on using it on the 15th. Let's say the 14th came out on Shabbos and you found it on the 14th, then you could use the kupitz also. Why? Because you know he toggled it before, because he couldn't rely. Normally he says, I'll use a, if you find the kupitz on the 14th, the cleave on the 14th, normally you say, listen, you can't use it now. Why? Because even, let's say you want to shecht with it. You want to use it on the 14th. You can't, you, yeah, because maybe he was only planning on using it on the 15th. But if the 14th was Shabbos, you know that he toveled it before. Because Shabbos, he can't tovel. You can't fix things on Shabbos. So, we have this all in Sachem. But Tesvav Shabbat So, again, if, if, if you find it, uh, if, if, if uh, the 14th was on Shabbos, you can shecht, or if it wasn't Shabbos, you find it on the 15th. On the 15th, you know you can be toveled because he was planning on using it on the 15th. The shech, let's say for, for the Chagiga, so he had to be told it before. Nimsek Shur, Lasakan, Rekasakan. Let's say you find the cleaver tied to the knife. So you know that what was ever done with the knife was done with the cleaver. Because then you could use the what? Harehu Kasakan, like the Sakan, meaning you could use it right away. We'll see in the Gemara, the Gemara brings down Bryce the other way around. The fact that the sakin is attached to, this, to the kupitz means that maybe just like the kupitz wasn't told, well, they can't use the sakin either. So two different ways to look at it. Always a machlokas. What was, you said that, Rameyer said that if you find um, spit anywhere in your shalim, you assume that it came out of a tahar person. See, what's the problem with the spit? The spit, if it came from a zava or a zava or a nida, that's tummy, right? So, uh, the, so basically we're not choshish for that, except if it was in the upper market of Yushalm. Why? He says, because the fullers, the cleaners, the uh, people clean the clothes and goyim were there, and even though Goyim are not talking about at all, unless they're dead, but in the Rabbana, and the Rabbana where goes there, that Goyim are Tamit, so you should stay away from it, you shouldn't mix with them. So, right, that the, that the fullers of uh, Goyim were there. I was just reading, you know, we said that, that uh, you know, we think that assimilation is a modern, uh, is a modern ailment. Uh, they always had the problem, wanted to keep away from the Goyim, but there was always a problem of, 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 uh, of assimilation. I was just reading that the Tfer Shlomo in the 1800s uh, spent a lot of time railing against assimilation. It was always a problem. So, they used to spear Arudas. Arudas is a kind of a you know, wild donkey or a wild mule or something, some sort of a wild animal, not kosher. And the Goyim would spear him there. In other words, the reason is he says that uh, it is also brought down because it, that this is of a, that, that the uh, we're talking about the Goyim would spear these things. I guess the, they speared them also in that spot. Um, and uh, that's maybe a, a place where Goyim hang out. The idea here is that you can assume that this spit is tar in Yerushalayim unless it's a place where Goyim hang out. It's like their place. So they, they used to spear these in Yerushalayim. On the way up to the Olorego, the uh, Jews would be sunk in the Dam Adak Vosein until their ankles, until their knees or their ankles, Ubo didn't say anything. You know, didn't say that you're tummy. Why? Because the dam and the veil is not is not matami. So if they were uh, up to their knees, you're going to be have a problem with it because it's quite a bit of dam up to their ankles, may, maybe. But even then, it's ravias should be there. 
So he didn't say anything to them. This goes with the opinion that the dam of an Avela is not Tomei at all. Now we're going to get the discussion. We had the same discussion back in the third parrot. This whole story, this whole Gemara is a repetition that we had a couple of weeks ago. There's a story with a mule of Beis Rebbe. Rebbe had a mule. He said, the dam is not Tomei. Now a dam of an Avela, we said, Goyim, I've said many times, Goyim and animals are not Matami when they're alive. Nothing about them is Tomei. But so there is no such thing. The only person, the only kind of tumma that you have by a live person are Jews who are either lepers or nevela or, or uh, zav or zavim or uh, you know, ledes things like that. Anida. Jewish people can become tummy while they're alive. Tummy emanates out; it can emanate from their body. Not so with goyim. So, but when they're dead, they're tummy. So, a, an animal that dies is an nevela's tummy. But he's talking now about the blood. Is the blood Matami or not? That's the question that we have over here. The first opinion we had over here was that they're not Tommy at all. The Jews marched in the blood of these donkeys, whatever, that they goyim shechted or whatever. It could be pigs or whatever also. Not Matami. But here he tells the story with the mule of Beis Rabbi Shemais. But here is the mention when they said that the dam is not Tommy. So a blazer shawl or of Shimon Ad Kama. Any amount? He didn't answer him. Shawl of Shimon Yes, Shimon Levi. Ad Ravius Tor Yos Mikan Tommy. He says, so he says, no, not, not any amount. Only up until Rebius. From Rebius and more, it's Tomei. Ubarsh le Reblezer, the lochazler of Shimon Shmuasa. And Reblezer was a little bit upset because when Reblezer asked of Shimon, or of Simon, Simon, uh, he didn't answer him. He didn't answer him. And he asked him, Shimon gave him the answer. So we, right away we see there's two different opinions. The first opinion was that it's not Tomei at all. The second is it's Tomei. If you have Rebius, it's Tomei. Now we're going to have more of these, these this discussion, this machlok, because we're going to have more, but the same more we had before. Rabbi was sitting and learning this Indian. This and Rabbi also says, what do you mean? It's not Tommy until how much? It doesn't mean only until a Ravius it's Tahar, but more than that is Tommy. And he kicked him away, like he didn't answer him, like he, you know, he pushed him aside. Like, you pushed him away. I, I, my mind wasn't at ease. And as I just, I was busy, I, my, I was tarud, as we'll see in his parnas, and I couldn't answer him. Is that an apology? It was like, like uh, he actually didn't apologize to him directly. It doesn't have to apologize to a third guy. He just says, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't, uh, you know, I, I couldn't answer him. Couldn't answer him. Sometimes he didn't realize what he did. He just like, sort of says, like, I'm busy now. We had the same Gemara before. A person doesn't own property, so your mind—it's like the curse. The curse in, in uh, you know in uh, in Kisavo says, and your life will be suspended in front of you. What does that mean? When you have to buy uh, your wheat for the whole year because you don't have your you don't have your own property. So what do you do? So at the beginning of the year, you buy wheat for the whole year. That's also, but you're also suspended because you got to go buy it. You don't know what the price is going to be. You'll, be, you'll, be, you'll tremble at night and during the day. That's where you don't even buy for the whole year. You buy from the wholesaler once every few months. You won't believe in your life. You buy from a baker. You don't even have enough money to buy for the year, certainly not from a wholesaler. You just buy at the grocery store like we do from Makola. You buy from the baker. In other words, I don't know if there'll be bread. I don't know if I'll have bread tomorrow. My, my mind isn't, shows you that if you don't have Parnassah, everything falls apart. He couldn't teach learning either. So that's what happened. He didn't answer. Michael, what's the halacha? So hey, Rabbi Shemusura, Rabbi Shemusura gave Haidis al Dam Nevel Shutar. Period. He just said that Dam Nevel is tar, like we saw before with that story when they when they walked up Yerushalayim through the blood of those donkey, of those wild donkeys. 
Maltar. So what does it mean, tar? <coughs> does Rabbi Shua mean tar entirely or tar malachshir? Maybe only meant that it's not a liquid that's machshir other things to be makabotum. You remember for some kabotum, it has to be makabotum. Maybe it's tar from that. But it could be matame. So tamantani, we want to bring a proof of this. We learned elsewhere, we learned elsewhere like this, machshir, and he says that dama sheretz matame kabsaro. A sheretz, which is matame with a small amount the size of a lentil bean, bechadosha, its dam is matame like its basar. You know, of course, if it's dead. Dama sheretz matame kibsaro. So, metame ve'ein a It's metame, but it's not machshir kabotuma. It's not a real liquid. The ein lanakiyotz, we have nothing else like that. So, it's mashma ein lanakiyotz, but we have nothing like that in what sense? Ein lanakiyotz, but kashir tumaso. Doesn't mean that there's nothing like it that's metame such a small amount. Avodame metame kibsar, but a dam is metame like it's basar. Or, or does it mean that it's not metame at all? In other words, we don't have anything else which is metame. Ein lanakiyotz, but. Kashir tomaso, avodam What does it mean? It doesn't mean that there's nothing else like it. There's no other liquid dam which there's no other dam of the veil which is matame. That's what he wanted to say. So he said it's not matame at all. He says no. Maybe it means that it's not. There's nothing else that's tame like it, like like that shear of kadasha. In other words, there's nothing else which is matame. Normally, the shear of toma is this the, is a different shear for let's say for the uh, basar versus the versus the liquid. Nothing else is like that. Nothing else is like a, a sheretz in that its blood is matami with the same shear as its basar. But the dam is matami kibasar. Now the truth is that by dam nevela, if it is matame, we're saying there's two different opinions, right? If you say it's matame, it's matame only because if you don't know what the shear is, so we say the shear of Ravius, if it congeals, is like that of a kazaya. So it really comes out, it is the same. But maybe means here, there's nothing else that's metame, its size, that we're like kadosh of that size. But maybe more than that, it is metame. Maybe it is tame. So it's not clear from what he says. He just said that dam veils is tar. So it doesn't mean it's tar melahachshir, but tame is. But we learned elsewhere that we see that dam sheretz is metame veils, and nothing. It's not other stuff isn't metame at all. It's mashbe dam 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 veils not metame. He says no. Maybe it just means that there's nothing else where the shear is the same, or the shear is like the size of a kadasha. But it could be that dam is metar is metame. I'm going to also plead about Tretorah. It's at the end of the day, it is a machlok, like we've seen before. Chanam, Tomei, Vachanam, Torah. One says that Daman Veil is Tomei, one says it's Torah. Mandam, Tomei, Kareb Yehuda. The one who says Tomei goes to Kareb Yehuda. Who says elsewhere that Dam is, Dam, Dam is, uh, Dam Veil is Tomei? Umandam, Torah goes like Rabshum Sar, like Rabshum Sar, like we just had a few lines above where Rabshum says, Hey, it, I'll Dam Veil, Shu Torah, period. That it's Torah, period. That it doesn't make any difference if it's bigger shear or lesser shear. Omer of Dumi, Deminachus, Rabun from Rabun said the Elster of. It makes sense that Rabbi Yudas Warner says it's Tommy. Why? Because he was the Moraini, he was the Morahara, the Bainasi, he was the, he was the Mora in Rabbi's house. And what do we say before? That, that this uh, uh, Preda, this mule from Rabbi died, right? And I died. And they were Matar, it's Dam, Mishim the Vela. And Rabbi Lezer asked of Shimon how much, and he said, until Rabbi but more than Rabbi is Tommy. <coughs> so it makes sense that Rabbi Yudas Warner says Tommy, because if they said that less than Rabbi is Tar, but more than Rabbi is Tommy, it makes sense. That Rabbi Yehuda is the one who says that because Rabbi Yehuda was the Morahara at Rabbi's house. And if he said that a Ravius uh, of Dam is Matame, that goes in sync with what we just said, that the one who says that it's Tame is the goes like Rabbi Yehuda. So therefore, at the end of the day, we have Machlokis. And apparently, if you go like Rabbi Yehuda, the, the Morahara at Rabbi's house, a, a Dam of a, of a Nevela is Matame, and the shear from Matame is a Ravius, which is really the same as that of a, uh, of, of a Kazayas. When it congeals, it becomes like the size of a Kazayas. 
In other words, again, So didn't we have a cloud that uh, didn't Rabbi that we're not gozer on roke at all in Yerushalayim? That, so why do you say that in the upper shuk it is tome? Explain up above. It's different. Normally we're not normally we're not gozer on their tuma. But over here, this is a specific place where we knew Goyim hang out. That was their neighborhood. So we assume that it came from the Goyim and it's Tommy at least drop on him. In the middle, the rest of the days of the year, the, the Tomei people in Yerushalayim walk in the middle of the street. They go on the side. They walk some, they don't say anything. Stay away from us. We have, you know, we have the middle, the center over here, because we're the majority, and you guys stay away from us. The Torah people walk in the middle of the road, because they're the majority. They go on the side. Don't say anything. Stay away from us. We don't want you to become, you don't, we don't want you to be with Tommy us. That's the way I'm explaining the way the, the, way the Shikla Yosef says it. Others learned that, that it was the other people. Pardon? Lanes, yeah. Uh, some say that it was the other it was reversed about who said what to him, but basically they stayed away from each other. All right. Um, so <clears throat> that now why does he say he said Rameir says that that uh, if it's on the way down to the mikveh, you assume that they're tummy, the way up it's tar. The Bell says they're all tar. So why the writer mayor says that they're the wise one said tummy again it's a it's a suffix tummy shisarab and should be taught. And didn't did he not say did he not say uh Lokan The answer is like it's obvious. Mikivan Shinim to Derhirido, the Derh Basafil, since it's 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 apparent from where you found them. Normally you'd say that, but here you found them on the way into the mikveh, on the way down to the mikveh, Nasu it's like a clear proof that these are tummy. When it comes to, you said that Rabbi Yossi says all things are tar, unless you find the implements that a grave digger uses. A basket, a shovel in my grave, and a maritza. Maritza is like a, a hammer of sorts. It was used to smash the, uh, any, bone, any uh, rocks that were found there. So he says, Rabbi Shol would call that hammer tsiporin. Because it looked like a, it looked like a, uh, a fingernail. In other words, that, that, that uh, hammer had the form of, of a fingernail. And therefore, uh, that's, that's why he called it. So he called that particular implement, as we said, we said, we, like, a like uh, yeah, maybe a pickaxe. Manda Maritza, the one who calls it Maritza, like we saw in our mission, Shemariva, as ever the basic forest. Because Shemariva, in other words, you use it to smash the, um, the uh, stones over there in the basic forest. Um, so over here, uh, let's see. This is a shoe. Yeah, we shall cover Mason. He himself was a grave digger. All right, fine. That's what he says. Okay. So there are just different words for it, but the idea again is that most of the spake of Suffolk Commission's Rabbis Tar, except if it's Mochiach, like it went down, it's on the way down to the mikveh, grave diggers' implements, whatever you call them, etc. Kupitz. Tony Asakin Shur Law Hareza Kamosa. If the sakin is attached to the kupitz, to the cleaver, then the sakin is like the cleaver, and you assume it's tummy. Not the other way, not like we saw in our Mishnah, that it shows you that they're both tar. The other Bryce learns that it assumed that they're both tummy. Says the next halacha, says the Mishnah, Parochus was used, the main curtain was used in the second base of Migdash, separate between the Kachikachim and the Heichal. However, there were other parochuses there also. Let's say a became tummy of a Vlada 
Not a Vladatum means like a Rishon, not an Avatuma. So begin Vladatum, Matbilunosab Fnim. You're Tovel inside, meaning inside the Azar, Mahlisosmiyad. And if you were Tovel outside, you could bring him right away. Uh, in other words, it's it's it has it's Kodesh, and you could bring it in, you could be Tovel right there. They had mikvahs in the Azar. Let's say we came to him with an Avatuma. Right, an Avatuma is like a uh, a person who touched a uh, tummy mace. Uh, a person who touched a mess, he's a tummy mace. Tummy mace is an Avatuma. Avatuma. You tovel it outside the azar and you stretch it out as you dry it. Bechel, chel is the area outside the azar, immediately outside the azar. because you have to wait for herav shemesh. As you can't bring it in since it touched an avatuma, you can't bring it in until it's uh, sad overnight. So you leave it out in the sun. That's the that was in the base in the in the heichal, in the heichal. There were other parochas. There were also there were several of uh, those. How did it become tummy? They put. They were carrying something. Something happened. They used it as a. Right. Somebody died. Something in it. Somebody died. So, uh, somebody Some, died in. Right. Could no. be. You know. Yeah. Kashav said happens. You know. Yeah, you had the four. How does it possibly get in there? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody got. Right. Right. So here he was speaking of it. Right. So uh, somebody died. So maybe somebody touched it. You know. Either he was. Either that was a mess. Somebody touched the dead body by mistake. Whatever. He fell on it. Whatever. It touched him. Touched him. Became tummy. So, uh, who was a new parochus, brand new, hadn't been used yet. They, they, they stretched out on the roof of the portico that surrounded the Azar. So people should see how beautiful she knows, very pretty. In other words, stretched out, put it, put it out in a place that's, observ- that's observable by all. How was the parochus actually made? Parochus over tefach, it was a, uh, it was a tefach thick. Which is very thick for a piece of embroidery. Al Amid Bay, Al Ayin Bay's It was woven on seventy-two threads or layers. Those are very thick. Al Kolnim. Each thread was made out of twenty-four strands. And we'll explain how we got that. Orchamemvarachbochas. It was it was forty height by twenty in length. Now, the, again, the, the one in uh, in the second base of Migdash where it was very big. Uh, was actually lo- bigger than that because it was 100 amas high. It had to be, that's why they couldn't put a wall there. But the regular ones were It was made from 820,000. See, Rebu is the largest uh, denomination you have in numbers in Hebrew. They don't have millions, billions, trillions, whatever. We had those today. In those days, before inflation, <coughs> your biggest number was 10,000. So your way of describing a big number was by saying 82 of 10,000, that's 820,000. It's not clear if the 820,000 was money or if it was uh, threads or whatever, but it was, it was big. Ubey, Ubey's Osim they would make... Ubey's Osim Bukhashana, yeah, that keeps growing up every second, right? Ubey's Osim Bukhashana. And um, they made uh, two each year. That's what it took. It took a long time to make two each year. The Gumayas Khanam at Pinot said, We'll take 300 Khanam to be Tovalit. Tomorrow we'll talk about that. <coughs> if it would say Chut, one strand, like one thin thread, that would be one. Kaful means two. Shasur, Shazur, it says Shazur, that's three. Mashzar is double that at six, so that's four. Arba, and then you have four of those. How do you get four of those? Because the Pasuk says you have these, these six strands of each of the four species. It says, You have, you have uh, blue and, and uh, purple and scarlet and linen. So you have four, four different species. 
Each of them had six strands that we just described. That's a total of 24. Tani, another Bryce learned there were 32. How Elam Chodchut would be one. Kafel is Shnaim. Shazur is double that. So he learns that that would be four. Marzar means that's six, because it says Marzar. So that's, that's four times two is eight. And eight times the four species that we just described, that would be Kan Halamid Beis, that's 32. Tani, another Bryce learned that there was 48. Memches. If we just say that would be one couple it says Lashon of Kaluya that's three Shazur would be double that would be six Marzar is double that is twelve Marzar liyud beis so then twelve times the four species Arba Mikan Hamches Kasevach and Amar one says that it's the work of an embroiderer Kasevach and the work of calls that a designer whatever it means just means words of a craftsman both of these are craftsmen what's in between these two kinds of craftsmen they're both craftsmen however you call them in English. Maisa Rokim says Maisa Rokim means parts of Echadon. It only has a form on one side, like a face on one side. Maisa Choshev is Beit Fruits, there's a face on both sides. Rabbi Yudra of Nechemia, Chad Omar once says Maisa Rokim is Ari Mikan, Ari Mikan. That he learns that Maisa Rokim means that there's a lion on each side. Maisa Choshev, Ari Mikan, Vachal Bikan. Maisa Choshev means that one side is blank. So he learns really the opposite. Right, Rabbi Yudah Mechemi said once is Ma'aser Rokim Ari Mikan Ari Mikan Ma'aser Choshev Ari Mikan Bechalik Mikan. Before we said that uh, that Ma'aser um, Rokim is parts of Rose and Ma'aser Choshev is base part Sufis. And here he says that Ma'aser Choshev is a line on one side, and nothing on the other side. But Charonim, the other guy says Ma'aser Rokim is Ari Mikan Bechalik Mikan. The Rokim is the one, like you saw in the first one, that there's a line on one side and blank on the other side. And Ma'aser Choshev Ari Mikan Veneshim Mikan. You have a line on one side and you have an eagle on the other side. Notice that the diagrams, the pictures, are of non-kosher uh, beasts, let's call them, to show power. Uh, but Pei's base Rabbi Nasi was made with 820,000, uh, 82 times 10,000 uh, weights, meaning amounts of thread or amounts of uh, money. And then it said, and you needed three kohan, 300 kohanim to put it to make it. It's Shem Shmuel, says Guzma. That's an exaggeration. It doesn't mean you needed actually 300 as opposed to 298 or 299. It just means you needed a lot of kohanim. Similarly, we said Tanatanin and Palmayolakigimalmayaskur and Tamad we had that sometimes on the the it was called the tapuach, the apple on the, the, the mound is a better word for it in English, the mound of uh, of ashes on the Mizbeach was so great from all the uh, carbonos that sometimes there was three hundred core, which is a tremendous amount. A core is a big amount. Three hundred was like can't imagine how I could sit up there, three and a quarter up there, and there also Yosef Rabon says that that's a, a guzma, that it doesn't mean it's an exact. Just to finish the page before we get to tomorrow, we'll see the Michigan tomorrow. We talk about things that become tome, right? The, the, the previous part was things that got lost. Now we talk about things that are tome. It says that became tome. We have four opinions here in the Mishnah. Uh, the first thing is that everything is burned inside because it's called whether it's kachim, whether it's tuma by avatuma, vladatuma, that everything that's kachim has to be burnt inside the base of meats. Unless it became tuma on the outside, but if it became tuma on the inside, even with an avatuma. Or it became tummy even the outside with a vladatuma, which is not so bad, you burn it on the inside. Everything's burned on the outside, unless the easiest one. If you burn if it, it became tummy with a vladatum, which is not so bad, on the inside, then you burn on the inside. Otherwise you burn everything on the outside. So that's like almost menakasa lakasa. 
on where it became tummy. It became tummy inside, burned on the inside, it became tummy outside. So Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi are really arguing a cuts, a little cuts. Rabbi Kiva says, depends where, you, where, where, where it became tummy. Rabbi says, no, it depends what was matami. And Beisham and Beisillel will also disagree with the, with the other two. What? If it's an av- how does it get inside? Again, somebody if died. Oh no, can you bring it in? Do you bring it inside? That's right. the question. If it came tummy outside, do you, you bring it bring inside? It no, you bring it inside. It's not no, but not once. It's once it's uh, basar kachim, which is tummy. That's puzzle. Now there's a rule: you have to burn it. Basar kachim is tummy. Burn. Where do you burn it? You burn it inside. You burn it outside. And so it's not a question of being tummy. It's tummy for sure. Now the question is: where do you burn it? So we have four opinions over here. Rav Lazarim gives us depends where or depends what. Beisilim Beshamah says it depends on the combination of the two. We'll figure out tomorrow. From tomorrow we'll see him. On Sunday we'll start the regular time. Yomo bezrat Hashem. We'll be separate on Sunday. Pardon. Tomorrow we start 7.15. The second, the second off is rather, the second side is short, so...